Hello and welcome to the Aviva podcast. My name is Ben Moss. Now, this podcast is aimed at our people, people who work for Aviva, giving them a way to find out about all the different things we do as a company. But we also make it available for anyone who doesn't work at Aviva. So if that's you, welcome and thank you very much for listening. Now, this episode is the next in our quantum specials. So quantum is Aviva's data science practice. And today we're taking a look at talent development. So I'm really pleased to say that I'm joined by Jamie Southchurch, who's on a data science apprenticeship, and Sophie Gray from Aviva's talent and learning team. Hello, Jamie. Hello. Thank you very much for being here. And hello, Sophie. Thanks for being here. Hi, hello. So Sophie, I'll start with you. So you're in our talent learning and culture team. So what exactly does your team do to help with all those aspects at Aviva? So in in the learning team, we support colleagues to essentially be their best. Um, We have a real responsibility to recognise a variety of different learning needs. And we've essentially really just developed um, a number of different programmes that support a variety of people across um, different stages of their life, really to encourage them to be their best and feed their growth mindsets. We recognise that there are many people out there with many things that they want to learn. So our role is essentially to to do just that. And apprenticeships are just one of the many learning programmes or talent programmes that supports that learning mindset. What's the definition of an apprenticeship? When I was younger, coming out of school, an apprenticeship was the type of thing you maybe did at 16 or 18. And if I'm honest, I mean, I'm quite old now. So this is we're talking about in the late 90s. But it was kind of maybe you'd go and do an apprenticeship and maybe a practical role, maybe a mechanic or maybe a builder's firm or something like that. Yeah, you will not be alone thinking that that is still true. So some of it absolutely is true. So the, the element about that, which is right, is that apprenticeships help people to learn knowledge, skills and behaviours and then apply it practically against the job role that they do. So the practical element is absolutely fact. Just interestingly, and and sometimes we we refer to this um, to help tell the story a little bit. So Aviva have always been encouraging of people's learning and and their development. And um, I went to Anna Stone when I first started looking at the programme. I asked her to have a look and see if she could find anything in her archives about apprenticeships. And she found a letter to a young guy called Charles Rogers, um, dating back to 1919. And this is where we had interviewed two two young boys at the time for a particular role, um, and the leader uh, couldn't decide between the two candidates, so tossed a coin and decided to recruit Charles um, into into the apprenticeship job role. So we have always been really interested in encouraging young people to work for our business. Um, so back at that time, we, we tossed a coin just for confirmation. We don't do that anymore to recruit <laughs> to job goals. Um, but we still see the value in bringing in brand new talent to our organisation. So apprenticeships can be new talent to our organisation, but it's definitely grown arms and legs with change in Department of Education policy, where we now use apprenticeships to support a variety of people at a variety of points in their career to develop. Fantastic. And so I think it's a good time to bring in Jamie, Jamie Southchurch on a data science apprenticeship. Jamie, how did you end up in a data science apprenticeship at Aviva? I'd actually been with Aviva for a couple of years at the time started off as a claims handler and then moved into kind of like the engineering support side of things. But 
previously to that, I'd done an engineering degree. So I kind of had a very technical mindset and I'd been looking at data analysis roles, but I'd never had the kind of experience that I needed to move into those kind of roles. About that time, we had some Voice of Aviva results come back in claims. And one of the things that really stood out was handlers were saying that they felt that if they didn't want to become a leader, there wasn't really any opportunity for progression. So that's that's when this level four data science apprenticeship came about. I jumped on that because I've been trying to move in that direction anyway. And that's what really started me off in data science. You're actually on your second apprenticeship. So talk me through that process. I've not I'd I'd never heard you did one apprenticeship and then do another one. So how does that work? For me, the level four apprenticeship that I did to start off with was great for giving me a base level of understanding uh, to get a role in quantum where I am now. I mean, originally, I started off doing a tap into talent in quantum. Uh, so I worked for a few months in one of the data science teams. Then I had to go back over to claims and uh, wait for a job to come up. But I've always had a mindset of trying to keep learning new things, keep going, uh, expanding my skills. And the level seven apprenticeship came up, which was a lot more focused than the data analysis course that I did before. It goes a lot more into kind of complicated machine learning types of things, the way that I want my career to move. And I think that's that's really going to help me to expand the types of projects that I can be a part of within Quantum. If you don't mind me asking, Jamie, how old are you? I'm 31. So that's good to know because, Sophie, if I come back to you, Jamie's 31 on his second apprenticeship within Aviva. Going back to an earlier point, when I was growing up, apprenticeships were for people when they were leaving school at 16 or maybe 18. But I think there's a shift in that at the moment. So what are you seeing? Are we seeing more people... Jamie's age taking up apprenticeships? Yeah, totally. So I started looking at the change in the government policy in 2017. And my expectation was exactly that. I thought we would use apprenticeships to support recruitment of school leavers into Aviva. But actually now, however many years later we were actually, we actually are, um, we have three quarters of our apprentices being existing colleagues and our average age is actually 31. Our oldest apprentice was 68 when he first started his programme. Wow. So, um, and that was in a, a leadership programme specifically. So yeah, I, th- I think kind of the expectation of what apprenticeships are is very different from the reality, both in terms of the categorization of age, but also what people can study. So so these are all kind of myths that we have been starting to bust, but we need to continue to do that over the years, I think. Data science is pretty technical as a career path. How was it decided upon that apprenticeships were a good way to train people up rather than take people straight out of university who've done a degree in it? Well, what we recognise is that there are always a variety of options for people to to learn and programmes that will support some people more than others. So we need to present to people a variety of options. And so again, back to 2017, when we knew that apprenticeships were a thing that Aviva could start to use and essentially take advantage of some um, government funding, we explored what options there were. 
I connected with Ollie Henderson, our, one of our principal data scientists at Aviva, uh, and we kick, kicked off a conversation around, wouldn't it be great if we could make use of some of these apprenticeships? And we did a bit of digging. We found a couple of apprenticeships were in the process of being developed. And Ollie and a couple of his team joined what, what are called these trailblazer groups so that they could essentially kind of design some of the apprenticeships to be suitable for us to adopt at Aviva. And then again, hence, you know, the reason why we've adopted this level seven artificial intelligence program. So the program that Jamie has just started this year, because we had designed it to ensure that it incorporated some of our Aviva practices, supported the ongoing development of our people and helped us think about the workforce of the future and not just the immediate requirements that we have here and now. So yeah, we, we kind of jumped on the bandwagon really early doors and my goodness, I'm so pleased we did that. So we've just mobilised a group of 17 people to start the programme this year. Last week we ran a webinar and we have some people starting in 2022 on the same programme. So yes, it's not the only path to qualification for sure, but apprenticeships can be brilliant for some people. Sophie, I think, you know, throughout this podcast, I've showed that I don't have any knowledge of apprenticeships whatsoever. So for anyone else who's a bit like me, what are they actually equivalent to? When I was at school, I did GCSEs and A-levels and I've got a degree as well. So the different levels of apprenticeships, do they equate to similar qualifications? Yeah, they do. So the apprenticeships are actually governed by the Department of Education and Ofsted regulated like the majority of our qualifications across the UK. So when we talk about levels of apprenticeships, we we can marry those up against existing qualifications. So, for example, a level two is equivalent to GCSEs or CSEs um, of uh, of the past. A level three is an A level equivalent. A level four. Uh, is a foundation degree equivalent. Level five and level six are degree equivalents. And then a level seven is a master's equivalent. So, so they marry up against the English education system um, very nicely. And actually, some of them, whilst I say equivalent, some of them come with degrees and with master's qualifications as well. It just depends on which scheme. But yes, they're all part of the English education system. Jamie, what's the learning curve been like? I mean, you'd mentioned earlier that I think you said you've done a degree in engineering. So you weren't coming from a baseline level of never having heard of this stuff before. But what's it been like over the past couple of years when you've been on your apprenticeships? So I think for me, coming from an engineering background, I had quite a good maths basis. But one of the big things that I had to learn from scratch was programming. And that that is a big learning curve because if if you've never written a line of code before, it's it's really something to try and get your head around how you talk to a computer to get it to do what you want to do. I mean, just to throw into the mix, you've also been on paternity leave recently. And so you've got a, a baby at home and decided to come back and crack on with a higher level apprenticeship. How's that going? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess some people might say I'm a bit of a glutton for punishment because uh, in the space of a year, I moved house had a baby, got married, and then came back to work and started an apprenticeship. It has been manic, but Aviva has been fantastic supporting me and giving me the time to do the apprenticeship. So we're given around 20% of our working hours to do the training, to join the lectures, do our um, assignments, and that, that has been fantastic. And all of my managers that I've had while I've been here have been really flexible around most things so like allowing you to take a couple of hours to take your child to the doctors if you need that's something that i've always loved about aviva 
we kind of trust our people to do the right thing so in a year married baby moved house a new apprenticeship i think you're working from home today so you might have to whisper this which one's been the most stressful <laughs> i think planning a wedding during lockdown was madness <laughs> okay so would you recommend the apprenticeship and, and if so i mean who would you recommend it to i would the one that i'm currently on has some really great quality content especially the the way that they're doing their assignments it's a kind of interactive learning environment where you you write all your code submit it and then it marks it automatically for you so you get really quick feedback the previous apprenticeship i was on there were some teething problems with that sophie to her credit was absolutely fantastic when i was doing my last one we spent a lot of time talking about the problems with specific apprenticeships and working together with her and with alison mcmeekin as well it's been great to kind of work out what the criteria are that we need before we take on an apprenticeship provider i mean you're not old by any stretch of the imagination only 31 but you're also not a school leaver so would you would you say I mean, in your experience, is it an apprenticeship for a person of any age? When when I left school and when I did my degree, I, I had one idea of what I wanted to do. But then you kind of hit the real world and uh, reality sinks in and it's not exactly what you thought it was. I never thought I would work, end up working in insurance. But then, yeah, these apprenticeships come along and you see something that you are interested in and you can change the direction of your career, which is a lot harder to do without that guiding hand on your back. Sophie, you, I know we, we mentioned at the start, this podcast is the Aviva podcast. We make it for people who work for Aviva, but we also make it for people who don't work for Aviva. So there'll be different types of people listening to this. But when it comes to working out which one you want to do, and, and now, I mean, I've learned today, there's different levels of apprenticeships as well. How do you work that out? Which one you should go for and which level you should go for? Yeah, it, it, it's an amazingly kind of complex environment, actually. So without trying to make it sound complicated. There are 700 apprenticeships. We only have adopted 40 at Aviva. And essentially what we do for our colleagues at Aviva is if people are inquisitive about their learning, if they come to us as a central team, so either through the Aviva University or onto the Apprenticeships uh, Aviva World page, we will encourage them to have a conversation with us so that we can understand where they are with their job role, what job they do, what aspirations they have, what areas of growth and learning that they might have. And then we will try and patch together whether there is an apprenticeship that is a good solution or whether there's another talent programme that might be a good solution or, as actually Jamie's just mentioned, whether there's a, a tap into talent placement um, that, that could be a good solution. So we recognise, again, that learning is different for everyone at different stages in their career. Sometimes apprenticeships are brilliant. Sometimes they really work for roles that we have at Aviva. But in other instances, there are, are different solutions. So, yeah, I, I think there are lots of resources that are out there. So if you're at Aviva, you can have a look at the Aviva University or on our intranet site. 
If you're outside of Aviva, the Institute for Apprenticeships website is an excellent source. I mean, it's essentially my Bible. I go there to find out everything that I need. But um, yeah, I think if the question was, are our apprenticeships good at supporting development? Well, we know categorically we've supported 630 apprentices since we started to pay the apprenticeship levy in 2017. And we know that they're brilliant. Uh, we've actually had 84 promotions for, for those people who have started and completed an apprenticeship. And back to Jamie's point, for many people, it's not about having a very clear understanding of your, your destination career, but it's how can you move around our business and take your skills that you've learned in claims and transfer those across to the quantum practice? That's exactly what we mean when we talk about resource fluidity. So there's loads of resources that are out there. But again, if you're at Aviva and you want to understand whether an apprenticeship is right, then myself and Alison McMeekin are your people to contact. Fantastic. Well, Sophie and Jamie, thank you very much for your time today. And Jamie, good luck with the rest of your apprenticeship as well. Hope it goes really well. If you're interested in a career at Aviva, you can visit our website, aviva.com, or just look at the show notes. We'll put a link in there for you. And remember, subscribe to this series wherever you get your podcast from so you don't miss any episodes of the Aviva podcast. Mm-hmm.